Welcome to another bonus podcast. My name is Thalia. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at Northview. I'm in the care department and I am joined by Crystal. Hello. You are? Pastor of women here at Northview. <laughs> uh, yeah, been there for about, here for about eight years, so it's a great place to work. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we have one of our newest pastors, Pastor Dwight. Good morning. I was going to wave, but no one can see me. So <laughs> you he, can wave. We see you. Excellent. Dwight is so new that at the membership meeting, which we had last night, they had all of our pictures with our families on it. They didn't even know how to spell his name right. So uh, It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. like with your last name being Stephen, yeah. people sometimes just assume it's Stevens yeah. or it's V-E-N, but it's no, it's P-H-E-N. Yeah. Dwight Stephen. <laughs> nice. So we didn't even know how to spell his name. That's how new he is. That's okay. There's lots of grace. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're going to give a schedule update, Crystal, Yeah, before we move into the topic. We've had so many people asking us when women's ministry and men's ministry and everything starts up after the new year, which is a good sign. People are hungry to get Mm -hmm. back at it, even though we just stopped yesterday. Um, So just wanted to give that information right away. We are going to start up the week of January 15th. So our Monday night studies will be uh, Monday the 15th and the 17th is the Wednesday. Uh, for men's ministry and women's ministry on the Wednesdays. Uh, The reason we're doing that is because uh, we really have a vision for all our community groups to have the same start time um, so that we can have um, kind of parallel on-ramps for everybody that wants to join a a group that hasn't Mm -hmm. been in the fall. So all of our precept group, our home-based community groups, our Bible studies are all are going to start that same week. And we're going to have a community group training day that Saturday prior to make sure everyone's on the same page as to what our priorities are and Mm -hmm. our goals for community groups. So um, it makes it a bit later than normal, but if we had gone the week earlier, um, people were still in Christmas break because they're not back at school till January the 8th this year. It's really yeah. late. So that's why it's a bit later. So that's okay. You can mm-hmm. still read your Bible on your own <laughs> over Christmas. You don't have to wait for us to give you directions. So if you want ideas, just let us know. That's true. It's a little bit of a soft start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the topic today, it's basically get to know Dwight Day. We want to get to know who Dwight is, how he got here, your vision for kids ministry, all kinds of things like that. So we're just going to ask you questions and you just get to talk like for the next half hour. All right. (laughs) We should have had a big water bottle for you there. (laughs) So first of all. It's really neat to hear that you have so many connections to so many of our Northview staff. So you kind of have to outline that for people. It's honestly, I remember when I uh, when I first came here about a year and a half ago, Robin sent me an email. Hey, are you interested in this? And then I walked in the building. I'm like, oh, Andy's here. Oh, Ron's here. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and oh, look, Ezra's kind of walking around. So it, 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 yeah, it's been it's been weird and pretty cool all at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, but Ron Friesen was my very first middle school pastor. So wow. in grade six over at Wellington Church. Okay. Um, like here. I think that was his first church or as far as here in, in, uh, in yeah. BC. Yeah. In BC. So, yeah. you know, we, um, I, I say we because we were part of it. Like the, the youth group, we got to name it Riptide. It was myself with oh, Aaron huh. Noble and just a bunch of others. He just let us, like, what would you guys want to call them? Like, Riptide sounds like a nice name. So that was <laughs> really the first name of our, of our um, middle school youth group over at Wellington. And, and Ron was the pastor there. And honestly, like, he's kind of, so he started with us in, in, you know, middle school, and then he went over with us to high school. Uh, and then Norm Funk came in from high school, yeah. but then Ron was in college and career. And then sure enough, you know, so he's kind of seen me through almost every stage wow. of, uh, of life, so which is pretty neat. Yeah. 
and a uh, good friend of mine, Matt Glezos, is the pastor over at Tri-Cities. Matt and I, so I, I've been at Wellington probably since I was eight. Okay. Uh, and Matt came in when he was in grade 10. So, you know, together we... Through, yeah, through high school, and then we interned together under Robin for okay. a few years, and so it's just, and, and yeah, Robin is just one of those people, I think she has like a great eye for talent. I mean, she was able to pick Matt and myself and, you know, <laughs> the entire CM team upstairs, yeah. and yeah, I was I was a 16-year-old, and literally when she's just walking down the hall, and it's like, you are going to come help me. Wow. And uh, huh. so that's kind of how it's, they've all been part of my life for a long, long time. So, so. what about Ezra and Andy then? How do you know them? Ezra, um, so after... Ron stepped out and Norm stepped out. Ezra was the CNC pastor over at Willingdon. So again, I spent some time under his ministry. And uh, Andy and I were on staff at some Eagle Ridge Bible Fellowship. That's the first oh. church I was a family oh, of kids okay. pastor I didn't at. know that one. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Andy was the youth pastor there for, for a while. So That's a lot of people that you know here. A lot, yeah. Which is, I get it for me, it's it's just, when when I went back to Airdrie, when we were still doing all the candidating stuff, and I told my wife, you know, all the people that were here, she's just like, Okay, like it, it feels like this is where the Lord is leading yeah. us. and It feels like you're starting with a bit of a head start that way. There's some people you don't have to get to know. They already know your character and who right. you are and where you've come from. And I, I think, I mean, I hope for, for Stephen, like that was a big factor in it. It's yeah. a, there's not a lot of, you know, Ron, what was this guy like? We can go talk to Ron. Robin, you yeah. know, they've <laughs> yeah. all seen me literally. You know, from since you're 11, really, and yeah. so you know, all the good, the bad, and the ugly, and everything in between. And, yeah. and you know, they can speak to who I am. And yeah. um, clearly, Stephen and, and you know, and, and the team said, Yeah, we can we can trust the opinions of those who've seen you. And, and yeah. so, it's, so it's been good. And you know, honestly, I've, I've been blessed, uh, but I remember. We're at uh, Central Park, Ron and I doing a Bible study, and one of the first verses he's given me, that's still my life verse, it's James one twelve. Mm-hmm. you know, blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, for once he's been tested, he'll receive the crown of uh, life with God promised to those who love him. Like, I take that verse with me mm. everywhere, mm. Uh, and uh, so it's just been, Ron, Robin, you know, um, they've just been huge parts of, of my life, and, and Matt, like, I, we, we hang out often do life together, do, so it's, it's just neat. That is really neat. Yeah, I think that's one of the things about any interview process is mm-hmm. you think, okay, this person's putting up a good front now, but, but yeah. what is actually behind? And then even when you ask references and stuff, yeah. you're kind of limited in what you could ask people like right. if you don't know them, but yeah. to have that long history yeah. uh, with a lot of people is just great. Mm-hmm. And it probably made you guys feel comfortable coming here in the sense you kind of knew if these people are involved, what kind of culture the church would True. have, right? right. Like, because you people, you know what kind of Matt and Ron and all those people will buy into in terms mm-hmm. of the culture that they'd be part of. Definitely. Um, like, I know we came out of a rocky church, uh, the first church we were in Coquitlam. And so we were looking for something, just we're looking for good leadership. Yeah. And, you know, I, I trust Ron. I trust Matt. Um, you know, I trust Robin. I, I spoke to Matt several times. I'm like, hey, dude, you know, this church over in Abbotsford, they're interested in me. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and Matt had nothing but good things to say about Steve, about Jeff, and just the leadership yeah. of the church. So Amanda and I knew that coming here, we could trust the leadership of the church because it's, you know, they're, they are solid. So Yeah, so it's good for both sides. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So you've mentioned Amanda a few times. Yes. Tell us a little, a little bit about your family. Um, Amanda is my wife. Uh, we met at Briarcrest. Uh, funny story. But I'll tell it later. <laughs> um, so no, we met at Briarcrest. Um, we actually didn't date as students, so we were both done, and then stayed on to work uh, on on campus. And then we uh, we started dating. Then she went to Korea for a year, and I came back to BC. Still kind of talked to each other, and then you know we've been married now eight years. Mm-hmm. We'll say eight. 
<laughs> Go and check later on. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, but yeah, and we've got three kids. We've got uh, our six-year-old. He'll be six in, uh, at the end of the month. A mm-hmm. six-year-old boy, a three-year-old girl, and another seven-month-old girl. So it's pretty cool. Micah, Aaliyah, and Nora. Yeah. So you were at Briarcrest together. So is that yes. where you got your bachelor degree? Or? That's, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was there four and a half years. I did three years. I took a year off um, and then went to do some study with YWAM. They had a... I'm a trained dancer. Yes, I, I did dance. Um, and so I spent a year on the road with uh, with GX International and then came back. And in that time, all my friends were gone. Uh, okay. But Amanda was there. And so we were studying TESOL together. Like I was doing theology and uh, TESOL. And so we had a lot of the same classes together. TESOL so. as in teaching English as a second, second language? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And oh, what wait, did wait. Amanda, what kind of training did she get? Like you said, she had some work after. Yeah, so she, um, she's got, yeah, TESOL, that's her, she's got it. Okay. They call it intercultural studies, mm-hmm. but with the focus in teaching English. Okay. I have to jump in about the dance. My daughter, <laughs> Ava, was just so intrigued to find out that you're a dancer. So you have to talk yes. about that a little bit. In elementary school, um, like I've always just loved dancing. And so a friend of mine, her, actually she, part of the youth group of Willingdon, Heather, somewhere in the world, wherever you are, um, <laughs> she knew that I just love to dance. And so one day she's like, Dwight, my mom needs, you know, we're looking for more male dancers. Do you want to come? I'm like, totally. And so, yeah, I just went and was a part of the studio and just, yeah, took just about every class that I could. Once I graduated, then I started to do a lot of teaching and mm-hmm. choreography for other people. Uh, and then, yeah, I had Briarcrest uh, three years there, YWAM, started a dance team. When I came back from Briarcrest, refined and dignified, who's still <laughs> kicking around going today. So it's awesome. Do you have a favorite kind of dance? That's, so for me to teach, yeah. um, it's probably like hip hop to do that. But for me to watch, I love lyrical jazz, just oh, yeah. the fluidity of yeah. the movements. And yeah, yeah oh, that's, that's probably my favorite to watch. That's really neat. But yeah. I, just, I love good dance. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter what form, what discipline it is. If it's good dance, I just love to watch it. That's really neat. Okay, so we get to hear a little bit now about your vision for children's ministry. It might be children and family. I know right. that you introduced a little bit of that. So talk about that a little bit. So for me, when, when I think of children's ministry, honestly, like if it starts with the parents. So to say, you know, we're doing kids, I'm like, actually, no, I, I, I rather look at it as family and kids. Uh, and for me, my, you know, when, when I first became a pastor, it was, okay, you're going to be the children's pastor. And that was okay, because Amanda and I were newly married and we had no kids. And, you know, for the first year and a bit, it worked. I'm like, I love the kids and that worked. And then my son came and then I realized, I'm like, oh, there's something missing. Hmm. No one is telling me how I'm supposed to parent this little person, right? Especially through the lens of scripture, especially in a way that's going to glorify and honor God. And so, um, started to talk to Matt and just starting to do a bunch of reading and trying to figure out how can I better equip myself as a yeah. parent and as a pastor. And so, you know, from that, that it just born in me this passion to really want to equip parents. You know, when you look at the the Psalm 78 model and there, there's this four generations of faith that, mm-hmm. that's talked about there. And, and that's for me, that that's what it's about. It's not really planting seeds for today. It's planting seeds that are going to last four generations. And yeah. so teaching parents, how, how do you do this at home? Like, how do you lead discipleship? Yeah. I mean, what does family discipleship look at home? Because honestly, I believe every parent needs help yeah. um, in being a spiritual leader. And, and for, for us, for me, this is why we're here, mm-hmm. is to put whatever resources that we can put in your hands. So, you know, we can, not just me, but everybody listening and everybody other, they have the opportunity to plant seeds for four generations. Yeah. 
So that's, you know, we, and we, we're going to roll out, um, like, we've got some parenting classes that's, you know, looking at everything from, you know, discipline, what, you know, what's God's purpose for families? You know, how do you talk to your kids about sex? You know, how do you, how do you talk to your kids about th- this media and, you know, the culture and the media that we're in today? So, you know, we've got some really practical classes that we want to roll out. And again, it's all about equipping mom and dad to do their roles mm-hmm. in the homes. Um, like, it's D6, their ministry, you know, they've got this graph, 1 over 168. We, as the church, we get them for one hour a week. And in yeah. the homes, you know, you've got them for 168 hours. And so do the math. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know She's going to have the more impact, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and like, I, I, I believe the, the greatest impact is when the home and the church, when they come together. Yeah. It's not just the home doing their thing and the church doing their thing. It's, it's, it's a partnership. Yeah. Like, we are, we're wanting, I'm wanting to partner with the families here. And so it's, you know, whatever you're doing at the home, we're going to come alongside and support that. If you don't know how to do it, we're going to try to give you all the resources and the tools so you can do it better. So yeah. it's, it's not just home over here, church over here, but it's this partnership of the two. And I think when those two, you know, influences come together, you're going to have a greater impact. Yeah. So what's your vision for when these classes are going to roll out and, and kind of when you're going to hold them? Like, is it going to be a weeknight or a you know, we, weekend? So we did or a, a vision night a couple Thursdays ago, and, you know, I, I rolled those out there, and a lot of people, like, that's been just like, okay, when can we get these classes? And we're hoping um, probably in the new year, probably in the new year. And uh, we're looking at a weeknight. I know the calendar is a little busy around here. And so <laughs> I was just trying to find the right night of the week. Uh, to make that accessible to, to those families that want it. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in terms of kids ministry um, programs that are going already, what are the th- kind of things that you have kind of under work, oh, yeah. like under construction or whatever, <laughs> under production at this point? Yeah. Good. Under production. We've yeah. got production yeah. uh, coming up. Is it next weekend? The 16th, 17th. 16th, 17th. Wow, yeah. that's gone by quick. A week and a half. So scary. Yeah. Um, so we're doing, it's an original, so it's a short story called Out of the Ivory Palaces that uh, Robin found and kind of, I, I wrote the stage play for it. Okay. We've chosen all our own music, so it's, it's we, we can call it like an in-house production. Nice. Um, so that's, that's 16th and 17th. Um, in the new year, we're going to be rolling out what we call Kids Club. So on March 16th, we're just going to be having a Lego night for kids. Okay. Come and I want to be able to give kids the opportunity to invite their friends to come to church, so they their friends can come to church and be like, "Oh, this is what you do at church." Where you know, to kind of break down the the barrier of because I'm sure people have this stereotype of what they think church is. Yeah, totally. And so if we allow our kids to go into their social networks, into their schools, into their hockey teams, and invite their friends to come and experience church, it's like then we then we have a greater partnership with us in the community and so we're doing yeah the lego night on the 16th um no date yet but we're going to be doing a family movie night where we're going to be watching lego batman so kind of stay tuned for that <laughs> um and, and really for parents uh february 17th um, i'm part of a, a live stream web conference called renovated parenting again and really we're talking about parents um whose job is it to disciple your kids uh, that that'd be my topic and then um chris ross from oh yeah I don't know what church Chris is at. Central. Thank you. Yeah, he yeah. used to work here. Perfect. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. I know. Another connection. Yeah. No, it's it's honestly God is good. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be looking at. And so you know, I start with whose job is it to to disciple kids, and then Chris is going to pick up how do we do it. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know his name, but one of the professors from uh, Acts is going to be talking about you know fake parenting, where we as parents assume the role of God in our kids' lives. Ah. And so uh, that's February 17th. Uh, check the website, renovatedparenting.ca uh, for more information. And it's going to be great. We here at Northview, we're going to be a host site. So you can come register and just 
Yeah. So people could come watch it live too, you're saying? Yes. Or yes. watch it online? It'll be live over at um, North Langley. Okay. And then, yeah, we are uh, here at North, we were a host site, so they can come oh, over to Westcourt okay. and then be able to take in all three sessions. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so kids production is coming quickly. Um, yes. And Kids Club, you're talking about, what are options that people have for serving if they want to be involved in kids ministry? Because I think sometimes people think, well, if I'm going to be in kids ministry, I have to be the upfront teacher. And that's right. not my gifting or skill. What kind of range of opportunities would you say are available for people if they have a heart for kids? There is, whatever your gifts, your skills are, you know, there's a role for you within kids. Um, if you don't want to work with kids, that's okay. You know, we have what we call our welcome team. And, and, you know, they hang out in our welcome area. They help families, especially new families as they come in. Yeah. They help them, you know, register, get their kids to the Figure classroom. Figure the computer system. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's really, it's it's not a registration team. We call it a welcome team because we want people to welcome people as they come in, to be a friendly face. Uh, as, you know, you see it often. We see it, you know, honestly, every week people walk in and it's just like, oh, my goodness, where am I? And <laughs> yeah. they're, they're they look over- so flustered and really? overwhelmed. It's a huge part of my job in the front part of the church. <laughs> oh, and let's our take church you over to kids ministry. Yeah. All right, just to kind of bring the anxiety mm-hmm. down yeah. a bit. And so we need, you know, we need those types of people, people that are just warm and friendly and they understand how to work in the computer uh, and, and can sign kids and, and families and lead them, you know, where they need to go. So if you don't want to work with kids, you can be part of a welcome team. You know, if you want to come just cut out crafts, you can do that. We're actually rolling out a prayer team where every Wednesday we're going to send out prayer requests to our prayer team. So Again, if, if you've got the, if you like to pray, you, you can do that for our kids and our families. And then, of course, they're, the, you know, the more traditional, you know, classroom, you know, leader helper roles. And, um, and two things, we're, we're rolling out a boys club, like uh, Christian Service Brigade and the Girls Club. And so we're still looking for, really looking for a strong man to come and to be a part of that, to help myself and our team lead that. We've got, uh, we've got a, a woman who's already said, yeah, she can be the lady, the, the, you know, the point point for the gems. So we're just looking for, you know, a man for, to do Christian Service Brigade with us. So there's just... If you want to work with kids, you can be with kids. If you don't want to work with kids, you don't have to be. And of course, and then we've got our Imagine Ministries, um, again, yeah. working with kids with special needs. And that's a huge one. Um, that's probably one of the areas that we could use a lot more skilled volunteers in. Is, is we, kind of, can you talk about that a little bit? We just hired a new person for that role. Can you talk about that? Yes. So um, Sarah, she's coming in with a bunch of skills directly related to working with kids with special needs. And so um, we're just... We're excited. I know it's been, Imagine's been uh, on hiatus for about mm-hmm. six months since June, but we're going to relaunch it in January. And really our whole hope and goal for Imagine is to be able to, again, much like we would do with a typical, let's call them family, is to support mo- those moms and dads with kids who can't function in a traditional classrooms. Yeah. Um, if your kid, you know, if, if your kid is somewhere on the autism spectrum and they can function in a classroom, then yeah, we're going to have, you know, we'll have one-on-one workers so that they can be a part of the regular class but if not then we've got our imagine center where you know we've got skilled trained volunteers to to look after your kids so you know parents then you can go enjoy a church service yeah you might not know it but every saturday night when i'm mc and you're in kids ministry because we've had a chance to partner all fall yeah but anyways there is a group of people in the green room that every saturday have been praying for the imagine ministry awesome well thank you yeah it's been really neat to see. And they've been wondering, when is this going to start up again? When is this going to start up? And to give them the good news that we had hired someone, just to see the relief and the joy on their faces mm-hmm. was so great. Yeah, when that was announced at mm-hmm. the um, AGM last week. Was yeah. that last week? Yeah. yeah, you could see people go, oh, phew. <laughs> because it's one of those distinctives that people feel um, proud of Northview for, like part of being a part of a community that kind of reaches out that extra mile to kids. Right. 
that have special needs because yeah. a lot of churches don't have the resources just in terms of staff or time or expertise to do that. And yeah. so it's been something that, yeah, people in, in our congregation feel mm-hmm. uh, a real affinity for. Right. And, you know, families look different. Uh, my son, um, he is on the spectrum and, you know, and that was a blow to both Amanda and myself when, you know, when we found out. But now we've just figured out how to parent Micah in a way that, you know, that makes sense to him. Yeah. But then also just okay, what does this mean for us as a family? And it, it affects us in some ways, but honestly, in other ways, we're just going to go and continue to be a family. And so, you know, for all those other families that are out there struggling with that, we want to make sure that you have a place to come into worship and you know that as, you know, Northview as a church supports you, whatever that looks like. So Yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. So you mentioned that you came from Airdrie. Yes. So where else have you served uh, in churches. In churches. So the first church that I was a part of was uh, Eagle Ridge Bible Fellowship in Coquillum. And I was there for uh, for five years. Okay. Um, did kids, middle school, all together. So like birth to grade eight. It was fun. <laughs> it was really it's fun. a big range. Yeah. It is. And then you went to Airdrie from there? And then, yeah. So from Coquillum over to Airdrie for uh, for another three years. And, yeah. and then, yeah, we kind of ended up back here. So. Yeah. Now, it's, is your family here in this area? Do you my, so I have a mom a mom, my only mom. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom is in Burnaby and yeah. I have an aunt in Coquitlam and cousins in Maple Ridge and Uncle Maple Ridge and cousins all over Vancouver. Yeah. And how about Amanda's family? Uh, Amanda has a sister over in Chilliwack. Her youngest sister's in Chilliwack with her husband and uh, her middle sister and parents are still in, uh, nope, Winnipeg. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. A bit spread, but at are. least there's some support around here. Definitely. You. I, you know, Lindsay, I remember when we moved to Alberta, Lindsay's like, I give you guys three years. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, it was three years and we were back in BC. So well, I heard you say you didn't even bother buying like a serious winter jacket because you just didn't think you were going to yeah. be there that long. <laughs> That's good. I, you know, I did four and a half years in uh, in Saskatchewan when, when, when I went to school and that was enough. And yeah. uh, so like I, nothing against Airdrie Alliance. They were a great church, honestly, because of the, the way we left Coquitlam, we needed a church, Amanda and myself needed a church where we could heal. And, uh, and Sandy and Mary and the entire staff at Airdrie, like they allowed us to do that. Mm. And they were part of our healing process. Um, but I was always going to come back home. Yeah. So. <laughs> So when you come onto a new position like this or any kind of work that you've had in children's ministry, what, what do you find the most challenging in terms of kind of your personality and what you bring to the work? Like, what are the pieces that are more challenging for you? It's, I've always just done it myself. And, you know, in Coquitlam, I was the guy and in Airdrie, um, I had myself and Ashley. And so when I come here and I have nine other people, uh, that are part of a my big team, staff. Yeah. it really is. Yeah. And so it's just really the challenge is understanding how, Every one of my, you know, my teammates will want to be led. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Crystal will want to be led differently than Mikey will, um, differently than Bonnie will. So it's understanding that and and really leading them in a way that so they're like, okay, you know, and making, um, letting them know that, you know, I, I am here for you. It's it's not a one person thing. This is, we're 10 people with one goal. Right. And so, yeah, the challenge is, is just being able to do that well. Yeah. Is being able to lead on a large scale, doing it well. Yeah. So, so you've led volunteers before, but yes, and that's part of this too. But yeah, to have the actual big staff team—that's a whole different. It really game. is. Yeah. And like for me, I've always been hands-on in in all of it. And so yeah, I remember when Jeff and Steve sat down. It's like just so you know, now you're even further removed yeah. from the kids. Like your primary role is to pastor these other nine that are under you. I'm like, okay. And, and it's been, you know, four months in, it's like, okay, yeah, I just letting, learning to trust, um, yeah. you know, my, the, the department leads and the people under them. It's like, okay, 
you know, you've been hired for a purpose and, you know, you're good at what you do. So I'm mm-hmm. going to trust that you know, the ministry is not going to suffer if I don't have my hands in everything. Yeah. yeah. So no, it is an adjustment. And yeah. then it's an adjustment for me, I found too, is you kind of figure out who you're investing in, right? And so I've found that I've had to pull more out of kind of the one-on-one conversations with a lot of people, but I'm really investing in my leaders. And you kind of change your, like, who you're primarily shepherding, right? Right. It's a different framework you have to get around. Yeah. So interesting. What are the pieces that you love? Like when you think of what, what drew you to kids ministry? What do you love about kids and family ministry? Honestly, it's it's the, um, just the ability to be able to to work with parents. It's it was interesting at the vision night how excited you know once they started rolling out the vision um, for building up families. You know these classes that we've got. How parents were just like, okay, I want that. You know, yeah. and, and so it's just seeing their excitement for okay, you understand my language, you understand that I don't know how to do this or I'm still struggling with this. So that for me, it's, that's what's exciting. It's really just being able to build up the parent uh, to do their job in the home and, and seeing how the family, the entire unit, mom, dad, and the kids, how they benefit from that. Yeah, I think that's huge. Like we've mm-hmm. had, I don't know whether it's because our um, communities are so less um, intergenerationally kind of tied, but so many people come to Thalia with questions mm-hmm. that we think, well, didn't your mom and dad teach you that? Or mm-hmm. like, why haven't you learned that in the past? Mm-hmm. But it's just in our, in our communities, people don't have that intergenerational mentoring the same way, right? No. And they're just kind of feeling lost as parents. And there's so much on social media or parenting classes about this is the way you should do things. And yeah. then people get all confused, like what's the best way to do it? Yeah. And what's the best Christian way to do yeah. it? And there's a lot of guilt kind of surrounding yeah. a lot of those de- de- there is. decisions. And yeah. what I found is like, especially, you know, when I was in energy was like, we were, it was such a young community. Uh, and you know, like you've got, you know, a 23 year old with four kids and it's like, ah, oh, and my husband works up North and I'm by myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know, a lot of them, they're just repeating the mistakes that, yeah. Stuff that their parents did didn't work on them. Well, we're just but that's all on, they know. That's all they know. And they're going <laughs> to yeah. try it on their kids. And they're not, they're not, they're, they don't even understand why it's not working. It's like, well, it didn't work on you. So yeah. why do you think it's going to work on your right. kids? And so, yeah. you know, my role, you know, it's okay. Let's together in, in a biblically founded, like a, a, a community founded on biblical foundations. Um, like, how can we do this right? Do you know what I mean? So, so yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Well, we look forward to walking alongside Mm -hmm. you. I know, like Thalia has always said to the kids ministry staff, that we're all a team together Mm -hmm. and she's happy to resource as needed. And we know that a lot of the women that are going to be part of that are going to be part of women's ministry and the men part of men's ministry. So the more that all of us can work together. Yeah, yeah to have that same common goal is great. Right. Yesterday in the open office, I stopped at Kids Ministry, had a few conversations there. Then I went over to the apologetics and the young adults ministry, went over there, and then I made my way around, all trying to help each other and trying to coordinate for the benefit of the people in our church. Yeah. So it's going to be good to have you on staff. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, the open office, I'm like, huh, interesting. I've always <laughs> been used to having four walls around me, and uh-huh. so now it's just... There are no walls. No, it's just <laughs> you can't hide that, anywhere. No, no, it's 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 really good. So, yeah, people uh, stopping by all the time. All the time. <laughs> I do love my Mondays and Thursdays. That's when it's a little quieter. That's when I get yeah. most of my writing done. So. It's only myself and maybe one of the two teammates was there. So. And I think you mostly take Fridays off, right? Is that what yes. your team does? Yeah. So usually Tuesday to Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, most of our guys will be here. Mondays a few. Thursdays probably myself, Corley, and a few others, but. Yeah, Fridays, there will be no CM in the building. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And Saturdays when I get here, you guys are already here buzzing like crazy, like early in the yes. afternoon. Yeah, some get here at noon, others by two o'clock, you know, the entire team is here. here yeah. But yeah, some come in by noon and others later. So yeah, and I just got to get ready for, you know, for yeah. the ministry of the day. For the weekend. Here we go. Yes. So just this is, we didn't uh, warn you about this question, but day camps, is that yes. something you still have on the agenda for next summer? People will probably want to know that it soon. It really is. So, um... We're, again, much like the way the way we wrote uh, our own production this year, we've uh, you know we're writing our own day camp this year. So I wrote the script, and then apparently I took a picture of, of the script and I posted it on Instagram so, and telling everybody what the title was. Apparently, I wasn't supposed to do that, so I won't tell you guys what the title is. <laughs> you took the picture right down of the script, I'm like because I'm a writer, and that's you know when I'm writing screenplays, I do that all the time. Oh, this is a screenplay I'm working on. Um, get excited, but uh, so I won't tell you this, the name of the script. <laughs> that's hilarious. But day camp is coming. Uh, we're we're we are going to increase the numbers of kids we take per week. Okay. Um, so we're going to do that. And so, yeah, just look forward to it. It's going to be fun. I'm not saying that just because, you know, we're writing it. I, it, it will be a great, a great week. So, yeah. Good. I think Dwight's going to pray for us. I yeah. pray for our listeners. Fantastic. To close off. Yeah. Well, Father, you are good. And we thank you. Lord, for, for all those listening out there, I pray, Holy Spirit, that your, your touch would be upon them. There are some who are struggling financially, Father, bless them. Some who are struggling with, you know, marriage, marital issues, Father, I pray that your your hand of restoration and reconciliation would mm-hmm. would be there, Father. Some who, whose kids are struggling, Father, I just pray that even now you would just be to them all that they would need. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lord, I just ask in all things that, uh, that you would be glorified. Um, help us as a church, as Northview, know how to better meet the needs of the the families, the kids, the adults that come into this building. Help us as a church know how to truly love you, love others, and love the world, Mm -hmm. and to make disciples of all those who come into this door. So, uh, Father, just go before us now, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us, Dwight. Thank you guys for having me. This has been fun. Yeah, it's great to get to know you. Yeah. You'll have to spell your name (laughs) next time. Yes. (laughs) P-H-E-N. Yeah. (laughs)